This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast episode 119. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. And you know, now that we've crossed over that 100 episode marker, it seems like it's just accelerating. It's hard to believe there's been 19 episodes or at least 19 weeks since we hit the 100th episode. Oh, we may have had a quick bite in there somewhere. One or two. I'll say. Maybe so, a, a, a Facebook know. or Instagram live and some stuff for our patrons. So yeah. 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 It's been busy during the the strange times that we're living in right now. You mean the strange times where we're a travel podcast for runners that can't travel? Yes, th- those times. Yeah. Those times. Anyway, <laughs> we're kind of in a silly Would mood. Just... <laughs> we're in a silly mood today. We are. But uh, we are excited that you guys are joining us yet again. And we have some pretty amazing stuff to bring you this week for a travel podcast that doesn't get to travel because... We, we got run- to, oh, <laughs> we got to travel. Um, we actually got to go out of our house. That's why we're really happy and pa- pack a bag, silly, get in the car. Oh my god, go up the road someplace. Oh, stay overnight in a place that we don't own. Oh my gosh, and partake in food and beverage, and run. We saw the beach. We did. It was amazing. So we, we've got some great stuff to bring you. We are bringing you yet another virtual race, and we are kind of going back to um, the Marvel theme yes. this week on this week's episode Yes, uh, with the virtual race that we ran. And we, yes, go ahead. I was going to say, um, and, and, and we got the info that we got the 411 on this virtual race from one of our listeners. Which was awesome. Because we can't get enough marble, but it's a little bit different. Yeah. It yeah. Is. As a medal and as uh, from the other races that we've run in the past that have been marble themed. So we'll talk about that. Plus, the place, one of the places that we got to check out when we actually were able to travel just a teeny little bit up there in Clearwater Beach, Frenchie's Rockaway Cafe. Yeah, in fact, we this is one of several places that we visited. We are going to be mm. um, extracting maximum value out of our trip for you guys. We found some amazing places. It's true. On and near Clearwater Beach mm-hmm. so that when you are ready to travel from wherever 
you may be coming from mm. down here to Florida for some time on the white sands of Clearwater Beach, mm. we've got some places for you to check out. Oh, yes. And indeed. Frenchies is not only going to give us our food portion for this week's episode, but also our drink portion because indeed. we were kind of blown away by one of their offerings. Yes. Nice little package. And it's not their only offering. They have quite a substantial menu, but this is one that, I mean, just the the name of it. We'll get to it, but it's the name of it that really attracted me. And it was the taste of it that kept you. Mm-hmm. So, For sure. Great stuff coming up this week. So We should start it off, huh? Yeah, let's talk running. Let's talk running because... We got to run the Marvel Comics 80th Anniversary 5K. Yeah, this is a virtual run that was shared with us by a friend of the show and member of the Runcation Nation. Indeed. Kristen Seneviva Iavine. And I hope we're pronouncing that right. And we apologize if we're not. Yes. But, but you know. Yeah. She's a member of the Runcation Nation. She is active in the group. She has posted and and followed the show. And been an awesome supporter. An awesome supporter. And when she posted the picture of this one and the link to this one, oh, yeah. I think we, we oh. ordered oh. the medal right away. Yeah. And we literally just got the medal in the mail last week. Yes. Yeah, because we kind of, I guess in full transparency, you, we kind of just thought they would mail out the medal. <laughs> yeah. That, just that, naturally, that. You, like you pay for it, you register, you know, you get the medal. You don't have to report the results. Like most. Most uh, virtual virtuals. races. But in this virtual race, they don't mail it. Until you submit your time. Until you submit your time. So we had to do a 5K. We had to go back and reread because we were like, what, what, why do you think we've gotten this one already? Oh, we have to submit the time first. Yeah, I, I actually, I think it, Amy's being very kind and she's <laughs> she's sort of editing me for content and, why? and rating. Why? Because How I'm am like, I doing that? Because I said, where the hell is our medal? We ordered weeks ago. and yeah, Watch uh, that now. We don't need an explicit tag. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we ordered these medals and I'm like, where are they? And cause I've been looking forward to this. The, I know, and, man. and the picture that she posted on Facebook was really cool. Yeah. But it didn't actually do the medal justice. Whoa. And listen, we did the 5k, but you could do when you register on the registration page, they'll ask you to choose your distance all the way up to a half marathon. You could do a 10K, you could do a 5K, and it just fit in our training schedule to do a 5K because it was a three-mile easy kind of weekend. Oh, I like how you say it was a three-mile easy. because As opposed to the long runs, they're like seven, eight, nine, ten. Should I go on? Miles. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the, with the, the the weather we've been experiencing, it was anything but. I know it's true. We are didn't we just officially have the first day of summer? I believe so. Something like the twentieth or the twenty. I can't keep track of that, but uh, I think it was on social media somewhere that it was the first day of summer. And but listen, we have been, I think, knee deep in the heat and humidity of Florida summer, and it feels worse this year. And I don't know if that's true or that's just me. 
Oh, <laughs> I think that it is legitimately worse. We've been we've been having heat indices here between 100 and 110 degrees. Yeah. And uh, mm. while we're before we get into like just doting on the metal you want to talk about the run itself oh yeah so i mean like i said when you register you can register for the 5k 10k half distance for to get the medal and then you have to submit your time to their website and they clearly state this in your registration confirmation and give you the link, and then they mail you the medal. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't my fault. I it's, just said it's not I, your fault. I didn't know when I was it's, questioning it. It's not. I was like, I was just assuming that it was going to be sent to us without us submitting times. <laughs> Live and learn. But I guess that was more impetus or more motivation to get out there and get it done. Yeah. When we saw we had to submit a time. Peak virtual races actually provided this medal and a portion of the proceeds go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yeah. So supporting a great cause, an awesome medal, a place that will not send it to you until you submit the time. Right. And, you know, we're people like... we've driven that point home now. You have to submit your time to get your medal. Oh, I've... Let me not beat a dead horse. (laughs) It was just extra motivation, and we're not ones to phone that in and just lie about a time. Oh, no. No, no. And when we get to updating everybody about our our running, I'll let you know. I fought very hard for my terrible time. Mine was worse (laughs) because I used the entire 5K to do uh, drills. Yeah, but that's but that's drills. I mean, that's you're working on a specific thing. But then in the distance, you also have walking time, which is way slower. Even slower. So, True. I mean, mine was like over an hour. Okay. Took me over an hour because I am trying, like you're trying with the 2040. Yes. To see about that two to one ratio. Yeah, if you're just joining or the one, podcast. Or one to two ratio, yeah. If Catch just, people up. Yeah, if you're just joining us, uh, if you're new to the show, welcome, first of all. Um, over the last few weeks, we were doing a 30K challenge that uh, involved running a series of 5Ks, and I wanted to get to my effort, the point where my efforts uh, gave me diminishing returns, mm. and I was changing my interval to get to that point, and I found it at a 20-second run, 40-second walk, and mm-hmm. I've been staying at that time trying to get progressively faster mm-hmm. at that ratio. So that's what we're talking about when you're, you're saying that. Running and walking ratios. And so this week during the 5K, I was experimenting with half miles at three to one ratios. Ooh, okay. Because four to one is usually the magical place for me right now. And can I push ahead of that like you inspired me to try? And it's hard to go to decrease to that three to one for me, mm-hmm. especially in this heat. Yes. So I was trying 1545 and uh, 1030. Which one did you like better? It's hard or to d- say. Or which one did you hate less? It's, well, I mean, the heat and the humidity is just what's killing me right now. But it's hard to say just yet. I think I did better. Let me let me see, but I think that I did better with the ten thirty. Did I do better with the ten thirty? Well, it wouldn't surprise me. You no, I did better with the fifteen forty five, but it felt harder. Okay. I guess. 
Well, you were, you were talking about it a few episodes ago where you like the shorter intervals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm wondering if I can get the same results out of the 1030, just thinking about it now after looking. Because they were, but they were really close. They were within 10 seconds of each other. Okay. Those two half miles that I did for just to play around with those two different ratios. Right. I don't know. Um, I think I need to do more research on it and see if it's a comfortable place for me to stay or if I can perform and improve my time better with a different ratio altogether. Well, I'll be curious to see what your results end up looking like. We'll um, see, but I didn't do the overall 5K for time like like you. I just... So this was this was a, a, a skills drill type mm-hmm. week for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I, on the other hand, thought that I would stick at the... 20-second run, 40-second walk interval, mm-hmm. just like I've been saying. And my goal was to get myself or, or to see if I could get myself down below a 13-minute mile with that ratio. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you with resounding with a resounding no, <laughs> that did not occur. Um, that with, with the heat index being what it has been yeah. over the last several days, I tried to to so time it between work and getting ready to travel and all that to do an evening run. And running in the evening, what I was seeing real quick was the heat index wasn't dropping no. nearly as much as I thought it would. Uh, I got home from work and I'm, I'm looking at the, the heat index, it's 101. I'm like, all right, well, let's have some dinner and wait. It, sh- it should be lower by then, sun mm-hmm. lower in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, it's lower. It's a hundred. Then, huh. all right. Well, you know, watch a little bit of TV for a bit. Uh, you know, change hydrate. clothes and hydrate. Yeah, it's ninety-five. And by the time I did this race, yeah. it was about eight thirty at night. Or I did this run. It was about eight thirty at night. It was still a heat index of ninety degrees out. It was eighty-four so degrees. Brutal. Eighty-four degree actual air temperature. Seventy-eight percent humidity. All the yeah. mosquitoes are out, yeah. so it was real pleasant. Yeah, and I pushed that. This was probably harder for me than my, or it was definitely harder for me than my last run, where yeah. I reported that that uh, time just over thirteen minutes a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually slower this week by about thirty six seconds a mile. I was a thirteen thirty seven this week as opposed same to same interval thirteen oh one. Yeah, much slower. But it was it. Well, even though there was no sun in the sky, it was much more humid. Yeah. No moving air, mm. and I just found myself really struggling with the breathing, and and yeah. it was just just tough. So, pounded it out, did everything, did everything that I could do. It just wasn't going to be a good run day for me on that one. So, I ended up my my total time on that was, well. Uh, I gotta find it here, but I remember mm-hmm. my actual. Yeah, it was a forty-one fifty, so thir- thirteen thirty-seven per mile, so thirty-six seconds a mile slower than than what I I did the last time. So it was not a market improvement, but so that tells me I'm going to need to stay at this interval a little bit longer, mm-hmm. so I can try to push through, and I want to do it when I have. Slightly better running conditions. Yeah. So maybe early in the morning once the sun's coming up, but not all the way up. Mm. 
where you just start to get a little bit of air movement mm -hmm. and maybe some of that overnight humidity burning off. Yeah. So I'm going to give that a shot this week and see you know, how that goes. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to play around more with those ratios and see and maybe get a little bit back into the drills um, if my foot is feeling better. Good so. idea. Yeah. Yeah, you got don't don't overdo it on the foot. Right? So Yeah, I've been having a little bit of pain on the ball of my foot that I've talked about incessantly on the last few episodes. So I won't belabor that at all, but if it's if it's feeling better, I'm gonna try a little bit. Well, that's you getting used to standing up at work. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. So at any rate, we did it. We, we did accomplished it. the goal. Oh, I earned this medal. And I'm I, wearing this medal as we're recording. I'm going to tell you that I, I earned this medal, too, because the conditions were very hot and very humid, and so I feel like I earned it as well. Well, I don't even know that I'd have felt any better if I'd have backed it down to, like, a 1050. I mean, it was just that humid and muggy and gross. Not even 550. I did 555 for a warm-up, and then it was still... Ugh. Getting, a battle. Getting acclimated to that heat over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But yeah, so let's talk about this this bit it's of chunk of bling here. Awesome. Well, it's huge, first of all. It reminds me of the size of some of the Disney medals that we have gotten. It's absolutely of similar size and, and, heft. and heft. Yes, very heavy. It's a full color metal. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in the, the shape of a comic book. So, of Which course, is cute. Uh, rectangular. Looks like a comic book it does. cover. Which yes. is great. And, of course, it is celebrating 80 years of Marvel Comics. So Yeah. And we did that last summer with a Run Disney Virtual Race series. Yes. Celebrating 80 years of Marvel and having the, the Marvel comic one that uh, for doing all three last summer. Mm -hmm. And then we had, what, Tony Stark, Captain Marvel. Black um, Panther. Black Panther, you know. But this, it just gives us a chance to, it, it's like a throwback to the classic comic book, so it's different in that way. Yeah, the, the presentation is, is much more of an homage to the comic itself. Mm -hmm. it, on the cover, you have a collage of different uh, symbols for the different comics. So you've got uh, Incredible Hulk, mm. Iron Man, Thor, Captain Marvel, uh, a web for Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Uh, Captain America's shield, the X-Men symbol for X-Men, Fantastic Four, mm. and Deadpool. Love it. So you got some of the classic stuff and some of the newer stuff. Yeah, and it looks like a comic book because it has that the stuff at the top that is... Like the price, the date. You reminiscent have a, of, yeah. A riff on the old comic book code seal. Yeah. It says limited edition across the street, and the big lettering is across 80th top, yeah. anniversary. Yeah. It's, I love it. And it's got a little sparkly blue background. Yeah, that didn't come through in her photos when she posted it. This has a really nice metallic sparkle. Yeah. Um, it gives it some depth. Yeah. Which I think looks fantastic. All the colors for the individual characters uh, representations of the characters yeah, yeah they all pop really nicely against that that electric blue background mm -hmm. and that blue matches the the blue which is the main color of the ribbon in the ribbon which says 80th anniversary it also has you know this the the logo for uh peak virtual races but that is 
very small and the rest of the ribbon is kind of dedicated to all the symbols that are represented on the metal. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like how the Hulk it has got the fists almost like he, he's animated just coming to jump out of the ribbon or out of the comic book yep. cover that is the metal. And it, I just, it, it's so well done. It's very high quality. It's solid. It's a fun metal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the popularity of Marvel Comics, of course, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, of course, the comic books themselves, it's it, it's a great opportunity for those who are Marvel fans that maybe haven't gotten enough of a Marvel fix. Right. From, and you can bike this one, too. Did I ever, did I say that? You could bike it. You can choose 5K, 10K half, or you can choose to bike. Uh, 30 miles or 50 miles. Or you can purchase a race voucher as a gift for a friend. Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty cool. And, I, you know, you can do it anytime, anywhere. It's a it's a virtual. I just, it's, it's great. And if you don't necessarily think, oh, Marvel, comic books, it's not kind of my thing. Maybe they've already run the 60K challenge sure. or the 30K challenge right. that we talked about a few episodes ago from metal chasers but if they if they want something different you know peak virtual races does have some other race themes like a salute to frontline workers where all the workers are actually lego characters i think that's adorable that's pretty cool um what else do they have this game of thrones i mean if you're Real Game of Thrones fan, if even you can't though can't get over the fact that the show's over, even though it was such a disappointing end. <laughs> not that you're bitter, not bitter, but you know. So there's like there's a Baby Yoda one. They do, of course. Yes, I was gonna say they have their Star Wars and their Marvel stuff, of mm-hmm. course, which is great. They have a a rendition on Top Gun they do. as well. They have a Christmas vacation, 30th anniversary. I think that's one of the funnier ones that they have there. Um, a Christmas story. A Christmas story. story. So they've got a ton of really cool pop culture-based metal options. Mm-hmm. And again, these are supporting charity. Oh, yeah. These are giving you that opportunity to find something that fits your interests Mm -hmm. that gives you that external motivator to get out and keep moving which i think is fantastic that's the great thing about virtuals and you can go and do them anywhere i mean they weren't hosting a race on clearwater beach while we were there no no and this one this particular one was um 25 dollars and that was the other thing. The, uh, these races are not prohibitively priced. Right. So right. you have great opportunities that are very affordable and approachable mm-hmm. that you can do at your convenience regardless. Yes. But in case you want a discounted price, please do not forget that we actually have a discount code for some races on the Virtual Pay Series website as well. Yes. Not the same website as nope. the as the company that, that did this medal that we're featuring today, which we think the medal's awesome and you should yeah. go check it out. And we'll link to that in the show notes, peakvirtualraces.com. But over there at the Virtual Pace Series, they were kind enough to give all of our listeners 
a 10% discount mm-hmm. just by using the code run eat drink 10 mm-hmm. at checkout for for any event for any event and they have virtualpayseries.com which we'll link to as well on the show notes so you can check out the race themes that they have i mean eh. <laughs> They have a koala run. They have a toilet paper run. A toilet paper run, given the current, you know, events. Uh, they they have a Back to the Future run. If you're hip to the 1980s movies theme, of course, tons of stuff about Star Wars mm-hmm. and Marvel yeah. and other pop culture references. Again, they're backing charities they're giving you options that are going to be things you're interested in Mm -hmm. that you can do at your convenience i think it's just uh, it's a great way to keep moving yeah and keep motivated so we'll have that and we'll link to that in the show notes both uh the peak virtual races that we featured today and the virtual pace series with the discount that we have to offer like uh from when we ran the top run challenge yes etc well, all that running, because of all the heat, did make me very hungry. Yes, we needed sustenance. We needed to refuel. And it was nice to be able to refuel not only the body, but also the the mind, the spirit, the soul, oh. by, by going up to a local, uh, relatively local to us, about two hours away. Not too far. And go see some family, which mm-hmm. was actually our main impetus for going up there. Yes. And to go and take in the city of Clearwater Beach. So beautiful. The beaches were beautiful, even though it was very hot. Oh, very much so. You know. People have this misconception that, you know, it's not sweltering. You know, that you see beaches on TV and people out there on it and it looks so calm and relaxing but you don't realize yeah it's it's 90 something degrees out there and yeah. you're getting a double whammy of the sun and mm-hmm. the sun reflecting off the sand yeah you're you better hydrate that's all i have to say and put on sunscreen people and sunscreen yes wear some sunscreen there were a lot of sunburned <laughs> tourists there yeah so we needed sustenance we did and we needed to rehydrate so to eat we went to Frenchie's Rockaway Grill on the beach. You know, Frenchie's is a Clearwater Beach staple that's been there for years, as long as I, as long as I can remember. And over the years, they've added additional locations along Clearwater Beach, mm-hmm. and they're now beginning to expand outside of Clearwater Beach. Mm. But they really do kind of stick to... Um, a core concept that really works for them, which is, I, I call it beach noshables. Yes, it's kind I would of the agree. best way I could describe it. Yeah, a lot of things that are are easily eaten. You know, a lot of sandwiches, wraps, salads, but then a lot of seafood seafood influences mm-hmm. like crab like cakes, crab cakes, sure. um, fish tacos, mm-hmm. uh, peel and eat shrimp. Sure, and we uh, crab fries even is mm-hmm. you know, a big thing on the yeah. menu. And we managed to find something on the menu that really piqued our interest. Mm. And we had to get it because we had something similar several episodes ago. Well, we did. I will tell you, when we were able to travel down to Key West, we stopped off in Little Torch Key 
at Kiki Sandbar, and we featured the ahi tuna nachos on episode 73. And we shared photos of that, and we raved about that dish. Mm -hmm. Um, Truly. That's an Asian take on tuna nachos. Instead of using tortilla chips, they use fried wontons. They lean into the Asian flavors with spicy mayonnaise. And I like the seaweed. Seaweed salad. Hoisin. Hoisin sauce. Mm -hmm. Wasabi. um, Wasabi peas peas. for crunch. Mm -hmm. And it is probably, no lie, one of the top five most beautiful dishes that we have had. Yeah. And covered Agreed. on the show in the last four years. Yes. Beautiful, delicious, crunchy, creamy, the the meaty texture of the tuna. There's it, nothing yeah, wrong there, with that there dish. Was, there was nothing wrong with that. So when we saw on the menu at Frenchie's, hey, they have tuna nachos. It looks a little different, but we'll have to try and compare. And our server, we were we were had a t- it was a toss up between a oh, couple yeah. of things. She didn't even hesitate when she says, "Oh no, get the, get the nachos, get the nachos." Yeah, she seemed solid because apparently they uh, it is fresh ahi tuna, and then you have house made blue corn tortilla chips and eel sauce, gochujang. Did I say this right? You did. Yes, sauce. Uh, avocado puree, pico, green onions, and fresh mangoes. So it's different from what we had down there going to the Keys. Yeah, as opposed to the one in the Keys, which leans heavily into the Asian influences, this just kind of straddles the line. Well, it kind of goes with the pico and the avocado toward the Mexican flair. They do. With the seafood option. But they have that little nod yeah. to the Asian influence. Yeah, so it's a mixture. Sauce. It's a fusion. Very much so. If you will. And for a place to do house-made blue corn tortilla chips. Which were very sturdy and solid. I, I think that, that speaks very highly of the kitchen mm-hmm. and what they're doing. Yeah. Um, well, let's, t- let's talk general thoughts on the dish and then kind of break it down a little bit. Overall, what'd you think? Overall, I think you're getting a lot of food for nine ninety five. Oh yeah, that was we split it and we were not feeling mm-hmm. deprived. No, I think it's definitely like uh, the two of you could split it if you if you have somebody with you, a friend, mm-hmm. family member, you could split it and you would be perfectly satisfied because there was an abundance of tuna on that dish. Oh yeah, yeah, you were not wanting for meat at all. And I like the avocado puree. It was creamy. I, I really lo- I liked the dish. It, it was hearty. It was filling. What, what did you think? I think that the dish itself, like you said, it, was, it had great um, substance. It was enormous. Mm. Yes. You're not getting a skimpy amount of tuna. Because when I order tuna nachos, I want tuna. You had a great mix of the meat. You had, um, you know, it, it was hitting all the notes that you look for in a good nacho. You know, you're getting the crunch, you're getting the salt, you're getting the the meatiness, you're getting mm. the creaminess. Very satisfying. And you really weren't pulling a, a chip out of that pile and coming up with an empty chip. Every right. chip had stuff on it. Because there were, there were so many pieces of tuna. And the scallions added just that greenery and that crunch, a little bit of bite, 
it, I mean, the creaminess of the avocado and just the briny taste of the sea and the tuna. And it was fantastic mm. to be able to get a fresh dish like this that was beautiful to look at, mm-hmm. very tasty. Yeah. We ate out on their back deck facing Clearwater Beach. So you've got, you know, you're out, uh, we're on the covered deck. They have misting fans that are, are keeping you cool. And they really did keep us cool. They had shade, you know, from the rooftop. It was easily a 10 or 15 degree difference in yeah. where we were sitting versus direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking out at the the beautiful blue water, the yeah. white sand. The, the they have all of their outdoor seating out there. Plus, they have outdoor seating in that's not on the the porch. They that's on the sand. On the sand. Mm-hmm. So you got the sea of these orange umbrellas, mm-hmm. and it's just you know people are enjoying themselves. The the sun is was bright and the sky was blue. I mean, it was just a great setting. The smell of the salty ocean air. And then you had this amazing food to go with it. And let me tell you, the kicker on this, you know how there were the wasabi peas on the version down there at uh, Kiki Sandbar. I think that the unique twist on this is the mango. Oh, interesting. What did you think? I, well... Because it added a sweetness. And at first, before I looked at the menu, I was like, oh, there's something sweet here. What is this, pineapple? No, it's mango. Right. I am not normally a mango you are, fan. You are not. As the fruit. Like, I'll no. occasionally like it in a sauce or mm-hmm. I'll like it um, and as a puree in something. Yeah. Or on something. These were diced small, mixed in very nicely, and added just enough of that of that sweetness and tartness mm-hmm. that really worked against what I thought was the sleeper hit in there, which was the avocado puree. It was a creaminess. I wasn't expecting yeah. to like it because I said, I don't know how this is going to go having like the Tex-Mex with the Pico and... Mm. I, I, yeah, I want to say guacamole, but it was actually more no. smooth than guacamole. Yeah. So, um, you know, like guacamole-esque flavors, mm-hmm. but that that smoothness and the the creaminess of the avocado, I mm. think, is what really helped to to make everything kind of work in yeah. this dish. Like brought it all together. But I just I like that little pop of fruit. Yeah was it was different and delightful and refreshing so that i just think that that is a winner on their menu oh if you like tuna without a doubt and by itself it's not terribly spicy Mm-mm. when you're there in the restaurant they have two house-made hot sauces yeah as well um, they have one that's called fisher's fire which is a, a darker sauce we tasted this one, and it's it's more Peppery. of their cayenne and black pepper. I just sauce. got a whole lot of pepper. Yeah, it really relied on that flavor of pe- that, yeah. of, of black pepper. Yeah, and then they had their their original Frenchies Cafe habanero hot sauce that I liked better because of the fruity heat, and it wasn't as hot as I thought it was going to be. Right, and the flavor was. Fantastic. When when um, a lot of people get very intimidated by habanero peppers because they are substantially hotter than a jalapeno. Yes. Because everybody and they're scared of just getting their doors blown off, and then you just saturate with heat, and you can't enjoy the rest of the meal. But actually, this sauce really 
relied more, like you said, the fruitiness mm-hmm. of the habanero pepper. Yeah. If you can eat a habanero pepper that's been properly de-seeded and, and the, the, um, the membrane taken out, yeah. there, there's a certain flavor to it that I think is just really pleasant. Yeah, I liked it. I like that sauce a lot. I would... I, I'm I'm sure that they offer it for sale to take home. Oh, absolutely! And they have a whole merchandise section with shirts. They're the, Frenchies is like I said, it's a staple of of Clearwater Beach. So yeah. people go there, they sell the heck out of shirts and hot sauces and it's hats good and stuff. all that. I would get it. So we so. cannot recommend this dish enough. Mm. Maybe a little bit of the the hot sauce on it. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you'll have something to wash it down with here in just a second. Before we go on, we want to send a special thank you to all our patrons who have sponsored us on our Patreon program over at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Your support means that we can keep this podcast going. Fans, founders, and insiders have all pledged anywhere from 2 to 5 to $10 a month to help support the show. And, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot when we say something like $2 a month. You know, it's less than the cost of a, of a premium cup of coffee at some some coffee shops. But, sure. you know, we're small independent podcasters. We're doing this as a, as a passion project that we love doing. And the show's always going to be free mm-hmm. no matter what. Indeed. This is just us providing a way for you all who have asked us, how can we support the show? to do that and then also be able to provide some added value to you when you actually do decide that you want to sponsor the show and help us out. Yes. Our regular show, it will always be free and we always love our listener support for the Runny Drink Podcast. More but, than you guys know, actually. I mean, Every time we get a ding that we have a new patron, you know, Amy's crying because yes. she's so happy. It's, it is so touching that, that, number one, we're thrilled that anybody wants to listen to us at all. Yes. And th- that there are people out there that want to sponsor the show and help us grow and, and do more. I think it's mm. just, it's so heartwarming when we get those messages. And it, it's so great to see people at races who approach us to say, Hey, we recognize your shirts. We love what you do. We want to support you, not just with one time donation, but long-term so you can keep it going for a long, long time. We love it. So and that's why when we set it up, we created three levels, the fan, the founder, and the insider. Uh, for $2 a month, you become a fan of the show. And what that means is, you, hey, you know what? Here's a couple of bucks to keep the lights on. And we're going to shout you out and say thank you and tell you how much we appreciate it because we really, really do. That $2 a month means the world to us. Yes. For $5 a month, you become a founder. And we just recently added a couple of founders to the show, we like did. like uh, John and Nancy. Yes. And, you know, not only are they going to get the shout outs, but we're also going to add the founder's name to our patron wall on the website. You know, kind of our, our homage or our tribute to, to you folks um, mm-hmm. who were committing, you know, a, m- a more substantial amount of money and, and, you know, saying, you know, basically, I love what you guys are doing. I want to see more keep going. And then insiders gosh it sounds so mm, like super secret stuff exclusive. But it's exclusive but insiders get everything that a fan gets everything that a founder gets plus a special thank you note and some stickers in the mail and some premium content some really great content as part 
of sponsoring for $10 a month. Yeah, uh, what a lot of people don't realize, if you're relatively new to the show, we started out as a video podcast in year one, and... To this day, when we're out doing races and we go places, we tend to have the video camera rolling. Yeah. So a lot of times we're recording kind of interesting video stuff that doesn't make the the podcast episode, but is really cool. So we get a chance to share some of that. Um, We're also shooting some extra stuff specifically for the insiders. So we have some cooking demos. Coffee chats. Some special interviews with people from charities that uh, races we've run have supported. Or extended interviews. You might hear an abbreviated version on the show, but we've got some extra stuff that, did again, didn't make the cut, but it would have been good. But we try to keep the the podcast episodes proper to about an hour. But... This is a chance for you to get more of what you love and some inside information, some behind-the-scenes goodies. So, if you are interested in becoming a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast and select your membership level, and you're going to get just the the biggest heartfelt thank you from both of us, regardless of whatever level you choose. And if you're a user on Podbean, Podbean has its own patron program. We've set up these exact same sponsorship levels mm-hmm. on Podbean. So yeah. if you like the Podbean ecosystem, stick with it. Just click on the Become a Patron button at the top of our podcast page, and you'll see the same membership levels with all the same perks right there. However you become a patron of the Runny Drink Podcast, we just want to thank all of you out there for supporting the show. Let's talk drinks. Drinks. You're like, so drinks, drinks, question mark. Let's talk drinks. It's more like drinks exclamation point. Well, yes, indeed. There should be an exclamation point. Actually, several. And there are plenty of options on Clearwater Beach for us to do that. But when you're at Frenchie's, Mm. you might as well drink at Frenchie's. You know, if you've been on the beach, you've been for a swim, you've been walking on the beach, and you're a little bit hot, you come in, you have those great nachos, that we just talked about. What are you going to wash them down with? I scanned their very large cocktail menu. I mean, they even have like a, what? it's not called a drink challenge, but you could, you you order a series of drinks from each of their locations and then you get a souvenir mug, something like yes. that. Yes, yes. But I was interested, not in that, the moment that the title of this drink caught my eye, I knew I had to get it which is the Rockaway Flip-Flop Margarita. Is that what caught your attention? Yeah, because it's been so long since we've been able to travel and to be up there in that atmosphere feeling really beachy. You know, you have you, you have your swimsuit on, you've been in the ocean, here you are, and it just feels like vacation or celebration. Well, I thought that the reason this one caught your attention was the particular choice of tequila that they use in it okay i'm not gonna lie it's it factored in it factored in (laughs) yes i mean the title caught my eye but then i read further and frenchie's rockaway exclusive barrel select patron on yeho tequila hello patron citronge lime and mango liqueurs with sour mix Served on the rocks with a salt rim and lime. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Now, I uh, 
I don't discriminate. We've had a couple of margaritas on the show before. Yes. Yes. We have had them. And you're kind of picky about them. Yes. This. If there's too much sour mix and you can't really get a balance of flavors and and it's just saturated or too sweet, it's not enjoyable. And, And to be fair, when you're really getting, you know, margarita snobby, you don't even want sour mix. You want fresh Lime, lime juice, juice. Right. yeah, yes. So and maybe like uh, some fresh made, um, well, uh, you know, uh, everything fresh. Let's just say, yeah, right. So as far as sweetening, like you make, oh your yeah, own making your own simple syrup, simple syrup. Yes, right. yes. I don't know why that was just escaping me. Just what is wrong? <laughs> I need another one of these beverages. Is what it is. So, <laughs> but yeah, so. When we were at the Dark Side Half Marathon two years ago, the Star Wars race in Orlando, we had on episode 26, we had a rose margarita from an Epcot, uh, from the Mexico, the Mexico Pavilion at the Flower and Garden Festival. I remember that one. Yes. And it was rose and it had a sugar rim with a little bit of that spice, spiced, um, oh gosh, what is that called? It was that? a spice mix. It was it, like a spice mix yeah. with the sugar. Right. All right. And so that was kind of sweet, a little bit of floral notes to it. And then when we went to Social in Tampa, when we were running the Gasparilla uh, on episode 53, we went to Social Italian Tapas and Pizza Bar and we had the Lasaya, which is a watermelon margarita that was muddled with jalapeno. And how did this differ or compare? And I just think if it lo- it looks like a traditional margarita, but the combination of mango and lime gives it the citrus kick rather than the floral kick of the rose margarita. And I liked the salt rim with the lime liqueur. And it highlighted, you could taste the Patron. It wasn't overloaded with too much sour mix. You could you could really taste the citrus flavor and the tequila and the salt just kind of punched up all the flavors. So it was very well balanced is what you're saying. Yes, very well balanced. That's how I would put it. I let you try it. You tell me. Well, first of all, I thought that that was a great pick. A lot of times if I see Patron in a margarita, I'm like, oh gosh, what are they doing? Right. That, that is usually a, a better choice for a sipping um, tequila. For a shot. Tends to be smoother, doesn't have mm-hmm. all that, the harshness to cut through, especially if they're going to use any kind of, uh, of a pre-made sour mix. Right. That said, using that Añejo, that's a, that's a darker mm-hmm. um, tequila, it gives you more of a caramelized, mm-hmm. smoky yep. note without going into the realm of being legitimately smoky like a mezcal. Yeah, it was not really too woodsy or it didn't have like a peaty, any kind of flavor like that. Yeah, and the and the choice of using the citronge lime yeah. was different because a lot of times you'll have triple sec as the second mm-hmm. liqueur. Yep, very orange. And so that was very nice. And then the mango liqueur was kind of the... the Thing that made me raise my eyebrow when I tasted what is it. That? 
Yeah it, it, yeah, it was really good because again, I said, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of mango as the fruit, but right. in, in other stuff, I like, like it a lot. Mango across this whole experience at Frenchie's that, that, that was on the tuna nachos. And then in here was really a surprise, but pleasant. And it, well, yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't intentional. Yeah. We didn't walk into this with a theme in mind. No, not at all. It was just, I, I the flip-flop margarita, I got to get it. And then I read, I was like, Patron, yes. Yes. And, you know, they they served it in a, everything was served in plastic cups. Mm -hmm. they, they were, you know. Single serve. Single serving, single so use. Can, yeah. So that was very nice to see. Um, just a beautiful drink. I mean, they, mm -hmm. they did a really nice job with it. I, for $9, yeah. Especially. I yeah. mean, you know, that's not bad for a mixed drink on the beach. No. In, in a pretty tourist touristy area. Yes. And the quality of the beverage that you were getting, I think, was a really nice uh, value for your money. I do. I agree, too. I, I, I loved it. I would have had another, or if we go back there, I would recommend it to anybody we were with or order it again. And I just... Love their space. The whole environment at Frenchie's was just like vacation or celebration to me. Yeah, and all of the Frenchie's locations are similar but not the same. Frenchie's mm. Rockaway Grill really leans heavily into being the beach bar. Mm -hmm. They Their space is designed to maximize the amount of, of frontage that's facing the water. They have an indoor seating area, but really most of their seating is on the porch and outside on the sand. Mm -hmm. The inside seating area does have an area for live music. Yeah. So they have a stage fine. there. That's in the album artwork. The place is beautiful. I mean, it's very bright colors. Yeah. It's very upbeat. That is true regardless of which one of their locations you go to, but they're all a little bit different in mm -hmm. terms of the layout and the look, but they have the same color scheme, yeah. same menu mm -hmm. for the most part. I think they might have a couple of items different here and there at different locations. Mm -hmm. But again, if you're thinking about, you know, beach eats, you know, um, things that you can kind of eat with your hands, mm -hmm. uh, great items to share. I mean, they do, um, I, we've eaten at, at, a couple of different Frenchies locations sure. over the years, yeah. even before doing the podcast. Yes, indeed. And we're big fans of that particular mm -hmm. restaurant concept and restaurant itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, their individual sandwiches are enormous. Mm -hmm. They they've they've do a lot of fresh seafood. Yeah. So the things that we're recommending to you, if that kind of piques your interest, ch click on the link in the show notes. Check out their menu. Yeah. You're not going to be disappointed. You're going oh. to find something that scratches whatever beach eats itch that you might have if you're going to be visiting down there in the area of Clearwater Beach. And there's a lot on their cocktail menu. You can also, at the link in our show notes, get to the cocktail menu. So if you're out on the beach and maybe you just want a cocktail from their bar. Oh, yeah. This and just to take it and hang out on the beach. Well... Yeah, but I don't think you can go past like their the, seating area. The you beach have to area, the beach seating area. Where yeah, where they're at. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to stay like in their little. Oh, like open carry is not a thing on the beach, Correct. right? I get you. Yeah. I get you. Yeah, but if you're in the area where the seating is on the beach, that is perfect. Yes. So, highly recommend Frenchies for food and beverage. So, link in the show notes. Check them out. 
So you always keep me legal. I appreciate that. I do. I do what I, do what I can to help out. Yeah. So <laughs> that does it for this week. Next week, what are we doing? Well, I was Tell waiting. Tell me what we're doing. I was waiting for so long because I was hoping that we would get the medals in the mail. But it's the last week in June, and we have one more week to do our June 5K for the Run Disney Virtual Race Summer Series. So we have to get our Mad Tea Party 5K done next week. Okay, so we know what we're running for. We just may not have a medal in hand to talk about. Right. But we do know that the first medal in the series is Mm -hmm. themed around Mad Hatter's Mad Tea Tea Party. Party. Yes. Because this race series pays homage to classic Walt Disney World Attractions, yes, yes, attractions. So I'm I'm very curious to see or to get that medal in hand. Mm -hmm. We can describe it from the website when we talk about it next week. Yeah, and we did these, we did the last two. We mentioned the Marvel one, and then the year before that was the Incredibles. Which were solid. I love those. These medals are just as big and hefty and high quality as any of the run Disney races that you might go to. Mm Mm-hmm. So we can't wait to talk about that, break it down, let you know how our training is going. We hope your training is going very well and your virtual races are amazing this week as well. Yeah, and if you guys are running any virtual races, we would love to hear about them. Shout us out on Mm -hmm. social media and let us know what you're running. Show us your bling. Definitely. You guys are giving us ideas about races to run. I mean, if it wasn't for Kristen's sin of... Cineviva Iavine, we wouldn't have found <laughs> this awesome Marvel race it's that true. we just ran and this medal that we're doting on right here now. For sure. So let us know what you're running on social media. We're at Running Drink Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and we're Running Drink Pod on Twitter. Easy enough to find us. We are literally mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. So... If you like what you hear and you want to help us keep the lights on, become a patron and support the show. Multiple patronage levels from $2 to $10, each with their own special perks. Find out more at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast or on Podbean. If you're a Podbean user, go to patron.podbean.com slash run, eat, drink podcast or hit the become a patron button at the top of our podcast page. And we thank all of you for your support both for listening to the show that will always be free to you from anywhere podcasts are served. And we thank our patrons for their support too. So we hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode, regardless of where you're at. If you're on out on a run right now, if you're commuting to work, doing housework or wherever you might be. For now, I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will talk to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.